today, we're delighted to have a special guest with us, Flavia Refrigeri, the owner of Fiori Aesthetics, an award-winning aesthetic clinic in central London. Flavio is here to tell us about his aesthetic practice and what makes it so successful. Flavio, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely, thank you. So every story has a beginning. Flavio, can you please walk us through your professional journey and, and what led you to the field of aesthetic medicine? Yeah, absolutely. So I come from a family background within the medical field. So dentists and pharmacists and, and my dad is a professor doctor so it, that was kind of like my my future was already designed for me as a kid my dad dream was for me to become a pharmacist right so that was something that it was ingrained in, within my future but the truth is that at the age I trained when I was back in Italy over I mean I'm 46 now so quite a long time ago I started my career training as a paramedic and that was just not my passion you know it just didn't feel right and it wasn't what I wanted to really do then I moved to England and when I was in England I kind of started to be introduced to the medical field within the aesthetic industry the cosmetic industry and uh, that's when my real passion started when I actually moved here in England I had a very good friend of mine, Dr. Robshan, that introduced me to everything that is the aesthetic cosmetical. And that's when I started retraining completely from scratch to all my basic level of aesthetics. I did a master's degree in the aesthetic, basically practice, aesthetic practice. So that's why I was reintroduced to it. So my love for aesthetic has always been with me, but the actual uh, love, the real passion and love came when I moved to London. So yeah. That's my beginning. That's the beginning of it. Wow, that's that's incredible. I mean, becoming a paramedic and then moving into the aesthetics industry. I mean, that's that's quite the change. And yeah. you know, going from from health to beauty, and that's that's really what we like to talk about here on the Aesthetics Today podcast. Absolutely. And we know that Fiori Aesthetics has been around for a while. And in order for an aesthetics clinic or any beauty business or, or business in general to be competitive, it has to be unique. So what mm -hmm. unique attributes do you feel that Fiori Aesthetics brings to the aesthetic clinic landscape of London? Uh Definitely. You, you, you nailed it there. They, there's a lot of businesses in, I mean, like in London, central London, I guess, all around the world. Um, you know, the aesthetic industry is booming. So there's a lot of places opening all the time. But what makes someone different is what is the key. Um, when I, and this has always been my motto, when I opened this business literally 14 years ago, we, we were born, um, you know, my thing was to bring uh, the best of the treatments with the best customer service at more of, I want to use the word affordable, but not, not to cheapen the treatment, but to trying to make this accessible to more people. When we opened 14 years ago, the, especially in England, you know, this was a little bit more hidden and it was a little bit more for, I'm going to use the word for the rich and famous kind of thing. But the truth is that my motto, my goal was to try to create a beautiful clinic where the customer service was absolutely superb. 
but that things were a little bit more slight, a little more competitive, so everybody was able to actually experience these treatments. And that's why I came up with the beauty for everyone. That was the initial motto of your aesthetics, beauty for everyone, because I really wanted to try to introduce some of the treatments for everyone to experience, really. So that was my initial motto. So the difference, I guess, with us in other clinics is that we approach this in a, in a more of familiar way. You know, we got customer, a patient to be with us since the opening. So we are a smaller boutique clinic. So connection, emotional connection with our patients is key. So we don't treat patients as numbers, but we really treat them as, you know, I'm going to use family, but I'm not as close as there, but quite close to that. So we know the names of names and family members and cats and dogs. So we have a real good uh, connection with our patients. That's what I think we survived and we've been so successful for all these years. Yeah, I believe that. Beauty comes in all shapes, sizes, textures, tones, and age ranges. So how does Fiori Aesthetics tailor its services to um, cater to individual skincare needs and and aesthetic desires? I'm a great believer. Hopefully this is the answer. That I'm, I'm a great believer in a first consultation. So to me, when I meet my patients or my team, when we meet our patients, we are the practitioners. So I like to meet people myself. So we don't have any pre-coordinators or people that interview a patient. So I believe they interview the first connection and the first it's the most critical part of, of some journey because that's where you understand the needs of that person. You understand what they want, what they need, what they want to achieve, where they want to go with, the, with their study journey. So I, I think the tailor treatments to clients, specific clients' needs from the moment we meet them is that to get to know that person and to get to know what journey they want to go on. And, and then you're trying to tailor that journey with them. It's a process. It's a process. It doesn't happen in the first session, you know. Sometimes the relationship takes a little while before we get to the point that the client wants to be. I suppose that, you know, being able to tailor to so many different types of client needs, you offer so many different services right. and treatments can you pinpoint a few that are especially sought after by your clients currently yeah definitely i think especially in england i don't know i don't know in america but you know we are all moving towards more of having a beautiful healthy looking skin instead of feeling skin with fellas as much so i think at the moment treatments that we perform the most or clients want the most is more on the skin tightening, skin rejuvenation, uh, skin boosting treatments. So I would probably say the, the treatment that we perform the most at the moment probably be all the skin rejuvenation side of it, um, of the business. That's what at the moment here in England seems to be the things to do, really. I'm glad that you brought that up because we're always really interested in aesthetic trends, you know, especially since they're constantly evolving and, you know, new trends are emerging. So in your opinion, uh, what current trends are shaping the aesthetic medicine industry? 
Absolutely. Very good question. You nailed it there because there's always a new trend coming in and we see them all the time. But I feel that what I'm most happy about what is happening at the moment within the study medical industry is that we are moving away from a very artificial look and we're moving towards more of a natural approach. When I say that is that up to a few years ago, um, it was all about creating volume, 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 volume. So uh, some patients and people in general were starting to look extremely artificial. When now the new trend or where the industry is moving towards, it's very much about a more of a natural approach. So skin boosters, um, mesotherapy and hyaluronic acid-based boosters seem to be the trend at the moment. So people are more keen to, patients are more keen to have a good-looking skin instead of having extremely enlarged lips or cheeks or, or features in general. So new trend would be skin boosters. Yeah, I see that a lot of people are are definitely going for a more natural look. And how do you think that societal perceptions of beauty are changing? Do you feel that um, that in general, people are trying to move away from overfilling or... um, Absolutely, absolutely. We have, I don't know in in the States if you have this trend going on, but here in the UK, we seem to have a lot of patients that are keen to dissolve a lot of of their fillers or to go back into more of a natural looking leap. So we we definitely moving towards the natural. And I think it's it's a trend that is very appealing to me. Because my ideal of, a, of aesthetic and, and my ideal of, of performance and treatments is more to enhance or just to maintain what someone has instead of changing the appearance completely. And I'm not judging, by the way. <laughs> Everybody can do what they please. But I feel that the trend is moving towards more of a naturalistic approach. I enjoy that people are starting to love themselves for for how they look and just how to sort of naturally enhance that. But I know that we're talking about natural beauty. You know, we also like to talk about technology and and innovation here because, you know, we're we like to nerd out a little bit about technology. So um, like the role of technology and aesthetics treatment, I mean, it's always changing. Um, How crucial is advanced technology in the services Fioria aesthetics provides? Well, technology, I mean, it's important and it's essential that we move forward, I guess, with new treatments and new technologies. And sometimes, you know, sometimes the technology, they might be the same. (laughs) And sometimes they just kind of like redeveloped, you know, they just put a little spin to change the technology. But sometimes actually they really are essential just for client safety, for results. So I think it's, it's essential. Uh, here at Fear Aesthetics, we try to keep with the trends. We're trying to introduce a uh, new technology if this new technology, if I feel that is something that it's appropriate for us as a, as a clinic. Something that we're doing at the moment is something called IPRF, which is a pretty much a new technology of platelets, using platelets for rejuvenation. So we used to have something called PRP. And now we use something called IPRF. That's something that in England, the only just arrived probably about a year and a half ago. And so that's something that I brought into the clinic and we do often. So I try to stay on trend as much as I can. Um, and obviously, 
um, you know, keep ourselves updated as possible through training and constant studying and, cost, and constant updates, really. Yeah. Are there any new innovative treatments that you are going to be introducing into your clinic? Oh, well, there is one actually that I've been, I was talking, I was talking about a few days ago. In England, something that is pretty new, but is growing quite fast is um, intimate area rejuvenation. Um, that four is something that I'm very keen to introduce. There's a couple of new technologies for, I don't know if I can say this online or not, but for vaginal rejuvenation, for example, um, and it's something that we don't do, is quite, quite new in, in, in the UK. So that's something that I'm quite keen to bring into the clinic. Skin booster for private areas and vaginal areas. And so, so that is a quite of a new technology that I'm keen to bring into the clinic quite, quite soon. I think that's great. I think it's important for people to feel beautiful everywhere. I mean, Absolutely. It's- Part of self-love and self-care and, you know, self-worth. I know that you had mentioned uh, safety and ethical considerations are, you know, a huge concern for clients. And could you like tell us about your ethical principles at Fiori Aesthetics? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, I always say priorities over sky and safety. I mean, that's for us. Is what, when we train, that is what is ingrained with us. So safety, patient safety is, is number one. So you have Fiori Aesthetics, for example, like, you know, apart from all being absolutely super trained, super insured, but, you know, all my equipment, machine, laser machines, you know, we make sure that they're always updated. We make sure there's always service. We make sure that we follow health and, health and safety policies um, to the T. So, you know, consent forms, medical histories. So we make sure that the patient safety is up here always because, you know, that is, should be number one priority in beauty, in aesthetics, in cosmetics, always. I think that safety and regulatory measures are are probably a little difficult to navigate. I don't have a, an aesthetics clinic, but yeah. um, you know, how do you navigate all the the regulatory landscape to ensure client well being? I'm I'm sure it's a bit complex. I have to be honest. I'm lucky enough to have someone that helps me. <laughs> I've got a basically team that helps me with that making sure that, you know, all the policy, if there is any change of government policy or there's a new law coming in, we make sure that we're always on, on point with that. When it comes to one thing that I think is very important as well, if you are a skin clinic or a clinic or a clinic using machinery, so lasers or tightening machine, IFUs and macro needling and so on, you know, those equipments, they need to be clean and they need to be insured and they need to be basically serviced um, once a year from the manufacturer. So that's another way to keep client safe, safety as high as possible. You know, if you've got a laser machine, it's like owning a machine, like owning a car. You know, you're going to have to look after it, you have to clean the filters, you have to, you know, and that can only be done if the machine is insured and if the machine is serviced by the actual manufacturer. Um, and that is, is something that we pride ourselves in in Pure Aesthetics because all my equipments, all my iPhone machine, macromedial radio frequencies and laser treatment, fractional lasers, all my machines are from Linton, um, Linton Laser, which is an, a UK um, company. So we got them constantly serviced and constantly looked after. That keeps the safety of my patient high. I love how you guys put your patients first at Fiore. Uh, what is your own 
personal philosophy when it, it comes to aesthetics and, and patient care. I can tell that you you care deeply for your patients I and we'd, we'd love to I hear do. it. I do. My philosophy in aesthetics is, is always been that if you feel good with yourself, I know it's going to sound a bit shadow for a lot of people, a little bit, you know, but if you're feeling good with you, you know, you approach your day-to-day activities in a completely different way. So for me to be able to give my patient a little bit of confidence back, uh, sometimes with small little tweaks or small little things, that already makes me feel super happy. So my philosophy is just love yourself a little bit more and do take care of yourself because those small changes, they do make your day happier, better, really. I can actually agree with that completely. I know that if you look good, you're feeling good and I think it's fantastic that you and your team are are working so hard to help people to feel better about themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I think giving people's confidence back is phenomenal. I think with the job that we do, we, yes, we do treatments and yes, but the joy that we get as practitioners and my team, you know, I, I have a small team here, you know, with five of us and four of us, sorry. And we've been within each other's pockets on a daily basis for the last 14 years because I've got the same staff from the day I opened. So we all have the same kind of philosophy. And the nice thing is when we get people, when we got emails or messages from people thanking us for just giving them back confidence or giving them back that happiness, you know, that makes our job, our jobs worth it at the end of the day. It's beautiful. It's a fantastic thing to do. Yeah, I think it really makes life worth it if you can be improving the lives of others. So when you look towards the future, what can clients and prospective customers expect from Fioria Aesthetics in the coming years? Um, do you have like any plans for like expansion or any new offerings coming up? I would probably say I like the fact that we are a boutique clinic. So we is us working here. So we can look after all our fantastic patients nicely and well. So expansions, I don't think so. <laughs> We're happy with the clinic and who we are. Um, what they can expect is for us to carry on to what we do and to obviously trying to bring new technology in and trying to bring new treatments in and, and keep them feeling and looking good. Yeah, I'm, I'm- I mean, that's fantastic. You guys are changing lives over there. We have a, a, a few more questions for you. Um, so um, do you have a, a favorite treatment that you swear by? I have a favorite treatment that I absolutely love and I perform them all the time. I love work with platelets. So I love working with PRP and PRF, IPRF. So that for me is a wonderful treatment that I swear by. So IPRF, injectable plasma rich fibrin, fantastic. Skin rejuvenation, elasticity, fine line wrinkles. We can inject it, we can macronidone it, we can put it around the eyes for the darkness. It's phenomenal. I love it. And, you know, when it comes to skincare, you know, we love to talk about yes. you know, beauty tips and tricks yeah. that maybe people oh God, can yeah. do at home. So, um, could you impart just some, some skincare wisdom yeah, to our listeners? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I always tell all my patients, understand your skin first. Sometimes as, you know, humans, what we do, especially we live in a social media, you know, world where, you know, 
we open social media, we see a product, we see a cream, we see a serum, and we automatically think that that is good for John or Mark or Suzanne, and so it's going to be good for me. Um, it's sometimes it's not the case. So we have to understand our skin first. So what we know that, we know what we are with that. I think the best thing to do is to keep your skincare simple. Simpler the skincare and more longevity you're going to get. Because when I tell my patient you have to do 15 steps in the evening and 15 in the morning, they're not going to do them. You know, they're going to say, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, they're busy, the kids and the dogs, and they're not going to finish them. So best thing for skincare is keep your skincare simple. So the few simple steps, you have a good wash, you have a good serum for the evening. I normally, I, I'm a massive lover of retinol and retinoids in winter. And then just keep a hyaluronic acid base for the morning and a very good SPF. That is key of any skincare for everyone. So keep it simple. Understand your skin. If you're oily, if you're dry, if you're rosacea, if you've got acne, and just keep your skincare routine simple because you're going to get longevity out of it. That's actually a, a, a great routine. I might have to write that down for myself. Um, you know, I, I do most of those, but you know, I do feel staying out of the sun is is probably a, a good way to, <laughs> to avoid needing so much SPF as well. Oh, these days we know very well the damage. I mean, we all love sunbeam, we all love the sun, but we know how damaging the, the sun is for our skin. So I would probably say, you know, if someone will ask me a question, what is the product that you, you know, will always advise your patient to have? I would say if you have to have one product in your handbag or in your bag or in your luggage, a sunblock. That is the number one thing that you need to do. Just make sure that that your skin is protected. And don't just your face, but it should be face, neck. And for female, it should be a little bit of decolletage as well. So I guess, you know, for, for me personally, I, I use a foundation with an SPF in it. Do you feel like that's sufficient or should I be adding on an SPF base under that? I would definitely say depending, normally within foundations and products, your SPF would probably be what, a 20, I'd probably guess, 20, 25. I would probably say before you put in your makeup, if you find a beautiful SPF that it's pre-made for makeup, meaning that you can use it underneath your makeup, I would definitely say put that on first and then put your makeup on. Because makeup normally, yes, you can find some foundations these days that they have a 50 plus. But I always tend to stay really high, 30 or 50. Below that, you know, the protection is very, it's, it's not as long as you wish it would be. So I say use it in sunblock before your makeup, if you could, if you can. I'll definitely be adding that. That's always something I've been curious about because I know that, you know, when they're selling these foundations, it has SPF, but, you know, you you really have to be careful, especially if you're out in the sun all day. But I know that we already touched on how much you care about your clients and making an impact in their life. But I just want to ask you again, what is the, the most rewarding aspect of running Fiori Aesthetics for you? And I think oh. I already know the answer. It's you, you guys I, love your clients. I, we are very much client-based clinic. I know it's going to sound to be, uh, but we really and truly, we have had patients from the day we opened. And the reason is because the relationship that I, I have with my patients is very different. Like, you know, I, I really connect with them. 
And I always tell all my patients that this is a journey. Skincare, aesthetics, cosmetics is a journey. It's not a quick fix. You know, you, you're not going to have a treatment and feeling new. It's a journey. So you have to find someone that you trust, someone that you feel good with, someone that you feel comfortable with to go through this journey of aesthetics. So for me, is my my patients. Yeah, that that's probably would be. That's beautiful. I mean, a journey is always easier when you have someone helping you along the way. Absolutely. I think it's fantastic that you and your your clinic are providing, you know, that that assistance for people that are trying to feel better about themselves and look better and I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So, and, oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. I was saying especially living within a society where there's so much information out there. And if you are not, sometimes I get confused myself and I've been doing this for 14 years. It must be really difficult for a lot of people and patients in general because you've been bombarded by all different skin cares and every, you know, so it, it can be quite confusing to, to find someone that you trust and someone that you feel comfortable with guiding you through this journey, I think is, is, um, is essential. Oh, yes, I, I agree. And you guys are doing great work over there. Um, so where can our listeners learn more about Fiori Aesthetics? We obviously a lot of social media. I love social media. So I'm constantly doing videos and things on Instagram. So if you are keen to learn a little bit more about us and about me as a practitioner, you can go to Instagram, which is clinic underscore Fiori underscore Aesthetics. And then obviously through the website, I guess, uh, but social media is probably the, the best way for listeners to learn a little bit more about us. That's perfect. I know that social media plays such a huge role in, in beauty, especially. So I, I encourage our listeners out there to give Fiore a follow. Thank you. But yeah, I mean, this has been such a, a great interview and really heartwarming. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. And thank you know, you we for me. Yeah, no, it's it's been eye opening for me and and for our listeners. And you know, it's it's really fantastic to to really hear about how much you and your clinic care about the the client. I think that that is I think that's a beautiful thing. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And uh, hopefully we can do this another time again. I had such a oh, good time. Thank we you would so love, much. We would love to have you on again. And, you know, we we look forward to seeing your, your clinic continue to thrive and grow. Thank you. And- yeah, and um, for our for our listeners out there, if you have enjoyed learning about the health and beauty industry and these tips and tricks, I know I've enjoyed learning about them today. Be sure to abs- to subscribe to the Aesthetics Today podcast and like us on social media. You can also stay up to date on new and emerging trends in health and beauty and learn beauty tips and tricks from renowned health and beauty professionals like Flavio by visiting our website at aesthetics.today. I'm your host, Kelsey, and thank you so much for listening. Stay beautiful. Stay beautiful.